Hello, everybody. So, this is the preface to this episode. Um, This episode was supposed to, and it was meant to have two volumes. So, it was meant to be an extended episode, a two-hour episode. And yet, divinely, that is not what at least has happened yet. Um, I have recorded two versions of today's episode. However, I do feel that the most impactful one is uh, the one you'll be hearing shortly. Uh, Of course, it was the second take, the second draft that went through. And when I use my tools, when I use my tools to create it, wow, this feels... This feels amazing. I feel like J. Cole in the booth. I feel like LeBron James on the court. I feel like Michael, all of them, Jordan, Michael, B. Jordan, Michael, D. Battle, Michael, motherfucking Jackson. That's what I feel like. Um, And so... I would like to, well, you heard me already curse, but I would like to rate, I would like to, what is it called? Um, A rating? What's the rating of this movie? Yeah, I guess so. A rating. Hmm. I will rate it E for Exposed. As well as, ooh, ooh, I'm going to rate this episode as E14 for sneaky little bitches. Because, you know, sometimes bitches be fake, but there are other bitches that, you know, they're your day ones for real, you know, and your day twos. That's something that I wanted to share with y'all. Wow. That's something that I really wanted to share with y'all. And I'm so glad it came back to me right at this moment. So I was just thinking, right, lately in music and in society, like we've been hyping up the idea of, oh, my day ones, like they've been with me since the beginning. But not everybody that's been with you since the beginning is meant to be with you in your end. You know, who was with you in day two? Who saw your true authentic self and stayed? Mm. Sheesh. Yeah, we're feeling it. We're feeling it heavy right now. Um, I hope that this podcast shines a light and lightens your load, people. Um, To those that are in Jersey, stuck in snow and um, just feeling it. Uh, know that yes, while the snow was unexpected, guess what? You handled it because you a boss ass bitch. Okay. Um, you handled it. You know what to do. This ain't your first time seeing snow. This ain't your first rodeo. California. My heart goes out to you with these fires and the smoke that is covering cities and reaching beyond places where people didn't even think that the smoke would get to, but y'all are still here 
Y'all ain't new to this fire thing. Y'all ain't new to the world burning down. This ain't new to y'all. You know what to do. Today, my seven cities folks, we got hit with some rain. I'm sure it also hit some of the Gulf Coast. A little flooding probably happened. And you know, that reminds me of something that was on the ballot. You would have known if you went to go vote, motherfucker. (laughs) But um, there was something on the ballot that asked us if we thought it would be ideal to um, allow for tax breaks, I believe, for um, homes that are insured for flooding in flood-prone areas. And so I believe what that means is that if you go out of your way to insure your home because you know that the bitch gonna flood if it rains, um, then you can save some money. You can save some coin for doing your due diligence. I believe that's what that means. I don't really know. If you want to know, you should go read it. And once you find out what it means, you let me know because I don't want to be ignorant. Okay. Ignorant is not blissful. Ignorance is empty. Blissful is peace. Chucking the deuces. And that's what blissful is. And blissful is saying, I know that I am able to separate. You guys, all my all my Klingons out there that can do the Star Trek hand thingy on at least one hand, because I can do it on both. And be dexterous. But anyway, um, just visualize that. Okay, you have three prongs with your hand, three prongs, and they all make up one hand. And only four of them are fingers. The thumb is a special friend. Sheesh, I'm going to have to make a preface to the preface. (laughs) No, I'm not. So, as you will hear, and as you have heard, I am manic currently. Or I feel like I'm manic. And the thing about it is that it's a balance of being aware of love while also being aware of hate. Radio Rahim. Spike Lee, I appreciate you. Thank you, my brother. Um, mm. Am I the only one when they think of Howard University, the Howard that they think of is Dwight Howard? Am I the only one? Um, let me know. Again, this podcast has now uh, gone off the rails. Um, Going off the rails on a crazy train. (sighs) Man, full circle, full circle.
I would have to say that I have now officially leveled up from my nine energy, this completion energy. I now have leveled up to 10 energy. And I can't wait to share with you what 10 energy truly, truly means. Um, I will talk about it, but I would honestly love to write about it. And I would love, honestly, for you all to help me to write it. I need help writing this book. Oh, boy. This is about to go on. I'm so tired, y'all. I still haven't eaten this sandwich. Mm. I guess I won't really level up until I eat the sandwich. I wrote a poem about that. I'll post it on my blog. That's coming soon. It's in the works. I'm excited to start writing again. I'm excited to start dancing again. I'm excited to start singing again. I'm excited to start being silly again. I'm excited to start being a bitch again. I'm just so excited to be myself. My true self behind closed doors when all you could hear was the music in my room and you didn't know what I was doing because the door was closed but you heard me jumping around or you heard things falling on the ground and now you know what was happening was I was in the flow of things I was in the flow of things and when I say I'm in the flow of things, said that don't mean I'm on the flow with things. Huh. Flow with things. I said that I was in the flow with things. And when I say I'm in the flow with things, don't have to mean I'm on the flow with things. If men had periods, they would have competitions for them. For, like, who has the heaviest flow? I heard that off of Big Mouth on Netflix. Like, I'm totally trying to get that bag. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this was a long preface. Um... But, goodness gracious. Now, hopefully, you see what it is that I'm going through. Now, hopefully, you see why it is that someone like me may feel the need to roll something up, to pack something up, to hold something, even if it's just holding it for a friend. Mm-hmm. But like I said before, me, myself, and I is all I got in the end.
in is what I found out And there ain't you no know, need to cry I took a vow that for now I'ma be my own best friend Ooh, NPR, Tiny Desk Would you be willing to have a freestyler? Just like a life freestyler. Mm. Just like a life freestyler on the tiny desk. Mm. Mm. Matter of fact, this is my tiny desk. It's not that tiny though, so therefore it's not the tiny desk. But I can imagine that I'm at the tiny desk right now. And I have my mic in my hand. Everybody snapping their fingers with me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I was thinking about the different type of cells that exist. And in biology, I've only learned about two. By ha, animal cells and plant cells. And so animal cells have a wall. They're guarded. They heavily control what comes in and goes out. But a plant cell, on the other hand, has something called a membrane. A membrane. Um, and the nucleus with their neurons and its intelligence and its coding, the nucleolus, the nucleoli, the nicolais, the nicholases, the nickels, and the dimes. Anyway, um, 
these plant cells are able to use their intelligence to know what works for them and what doesn't. And so they can let things in when it best serves them. But then at that same time, bitch, at that same time, bitch, they got that cutoff, bitch. That's just like, it's almost brutal. Like, it's crazy. It's wild. It's just absolutely absolutely crazy like it just be happening out of nowhere and we just don't know where it be coming from and like when somebody cut you off you just be like damn how dare you cut me off like what you mean but as my grandmother taught me and as my fiance's grandfather taught him in order for one to grow a plant you must weed your garden Mm. You must snip, snip. You must snip, snip. You must cut it out. Cut it out. Thank you, Joey. Cut it out. Anything that no longer serves you, cut it out. Anything that you don't like, cut it out. Anything that scares you, cut it out. Cut it out. What you scare for? What you fucking scare for? All it is is life. That's all it is. And nothing really matters. Nothing really matters at all. Said nothing really matters. Nothing really matters at all. But at the same time, at the same damn time, the same damn time, at the same damn time, I got two fucking digits at the same damn time. I got two damn at the same damn time. Same damn time. DH. I want you to know I read what you wrote in my yearbook and I pray to God that you do find me and that you do come back and that we be together because I need you. I miss you. I really liked looking at you. At the same time, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed talking with you and hearing what you had to say and hearing how you said it because your voice was hella fucking sexy. Um, And that ass, though, goddamn. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Okay. So a lot has come out in the prelude happens. Can someone sort of help me to shut this off? Um, 
I didn't even say what the cards were. So that's what I will do. In this moment of clarity, I will tell you all what cards I pulled during this session. So I pulled the moon card. What fell out were the aerophant in reverse and the star in reverse. I pulled the five of swords in reverse. I pulled the two of cups in reverse. I pulled the queen of coins. And what really just sort of flipped out to me were the three of staffs in reverse, the four of staffs, and the seven of staffs. And so right now at this moment, I'm not going to do the math on that because my brain already knows the math on it deep down. And I don't need another confirmation. I know I know my shit already. Uh, anyway, but if you want to do the math on it, please let me know what it was. Slash is. Um, again, the oracle message is from Isolt, Undying Love. And that's what I wanted to really share. I wanted to read the extended message. And let me also see how the name... Ooh. Y'all. Okay. So truly... I'm going to put the microphone on my chest. I just want to see if it's possible for my heartbeat to just be felt because it, I can feel it super, super hard. I just want to see if it can be reverberated through the microphone. So hold on. And I'm going to read. So let's see if you can still hear me. Let me project my voice and use my debating skills. Anyway, the goddess's name is actually pronounced Izolt. You'll catch that when you get home. The love you have shared is eternal, regardless of the situation. When it comes to matters of the heart, your help is here. It's all around you and also inside of you. Your inner wisdom may seem quieted, but any pain that you feel, by any pain that you feel, I apologize, I misspoke. Yet, be assured that the healing you're undergoing is swift and efficient, and you truly are healing from the inside out. First, your heart must heal from its grief, loneliness, and any feelings of betrayal. Mm. This can take some time, so be patient with yourself. Treat yourself as you would any ailing person, with caution, gentleness, and tenderness. Next, get yourself out into the world, not in a harsh fashion, but with outings to parks, forests, and such, or on Twitter and Instagram, which are essential to lightening your outlook. Nature is the great healer, you see. That's why I'm frequently amidst the flowers and the trees. Although they may seem quiet on the outside, they're quiet, they're quite talkative when you breathe and simply ingest their magical tones in conversation. Spend time among the forest and the trees, as well as the plants and the animals, and you'll regain your foothold upon this planet. 
You'll revive your sense of spirit and your desire to trend. Oh, I apologize. To tread among the living once again. I promise you that your heart will mend and that you'll also help others in this fashion along the way. Amen. Ashe. Um, so right now I am experiencing a heartbeat, a literal heartbeat in my tummy. And I'm putting the microphone there to see if it'll somehow pick it up. Let me also record this on my phone. Please enjoy episode two, because I thoroughly enjoy making it for you, because I hope you can tell I had a ball. I ain't have no champagne or nothing. All I got is this sandwich that I still haven't ate, because that's what I want to eat, but at the same time, it's like not what my baby wants to eat, you know? Like, what I'm craving right now is just like a big, thick double pattied Italian cheeseburger with some some roasted peppers and some onions, but the onions really aren't even good for my body, but that's, that's really what I want because the taste is just so goddamn good. And then I want some extra fries on there, and I want those fries to get all soggy with that bun. And I want those fries to just fall onto the aluminum foil and just like just like bask in their greasiness and just like wait on me to pick them up when I'm ready for them, you know? And what I want is for that ketchup and that mayo to just mix and mix and just create a whole new sauce out of nothing. Like, who knew it would taste this good? And Bay, he just be putting pickles on his stuff. So now I'm like, well, what will pickles taste like? And like, I know I like pickles by themselves, but would I like pickles? Oh, and then on top of that, I like pickles on my Whoppers. I like pickles on my regular cheeseburgers. But would pickles taste good on an Italian cheeseburger? Aaliyah, do you hear me right now? You can give it a try. And you very well might like it. Or you very well might not. But either way, by giving it a try, you learn something. You learn that you either 
can eat pickles on your Italian cheeseburger or that you don't want pickles on your Italian cheeseburger. Again, think of SpongeBob and where the pickles were hidden from the very first troll that we've ever, ever encountered. Where was it? Jill Scott made sure she ain't had no pickles. Okay, she's making sure she's eating all her pickles. Because she knows that if she wants some pickles on her fucking sandwich, she's going to have pickles on her fucking sandwich. And it's going to taste fucking good. And it's going to make her feel whole. And it's going to make her say, oh my God, thank you for this sandwich that got these pickles that just set everything off. Because it was exactly how I wanted it to be. And that's all I'm saying. You feel me? Enjoy episode two, you guys. And again, um, let me know if you felt me. And if you did and you feel like somebody else would feel me, then share this experience with somebody else. We need to engage in conversation. We need to engage in communication. We need to engage in clarity. We need to engage in chucking up the do sis that way we can truly be home your household situation is improving either through a move or a healthy change in the occupants now that's deep <laughs> Hello, welcome to my podcast. I no longer really know what I'd like to call this because it's a little bit all over the place. Um, started off, still is, a uh, tarot talk therapy podcast, but we're going to do a little something different today. Today's going to be a, a double play. Um, today's going to be a double feature. That's what we'll be doing. Um, I'm going to see just how, just how, just how sexy, just how sexy we can get today. Um, just how low down and dirty we can get today. Won't take you to church. Yes, Lord. Um, in the same way that Jill Scott Made sure that she gripped them balls. I'm gonna grip them balls and I'm gonna squeeze them. And they mine. You're gonna like it, nigga. You're gonna like it. I promise you that. Yeah. Um. Wow. Already starting off a little dark. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Let's see. 
Let's see what else I've got for you. I know what I've got for myself is this sandwich. Like, I'm so hungry. It's not even funny. Um, As you know from listening to the first part, I am, in fact, manic right now. At least I feel like I am. And... Let me try to explain what it is. Oh, labor pains. I feel so nauseous right now. I feel nauseous. I feel dehydrated. I feel drained. I feel like sometimes I feel like what should be coming out of my butthole comes up out of my mouth. If that makes sense. And you know, a lot of times um, I actually have a bad gag reflex, except for when it counts, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> Yeah, bad gag reflex. Um, you know, people got that GERD, that um, that swallowing, that keeping it down, and just like how I did, um, I just swallowed a bubble, and it hurts, and it won't come out unless I burp or I fart it out. And that's what I was talking about, you know, earlier with the thing, you know, because you are now entering numerology and psychology things, self-renewal, beyond willpower, chanting, grasping, the transforming. So I was taking a walk the other day and I realized that um, Lucy ain't never did me wrong, you know? Not really. Um, But, you know, I don't do the same drugs anymore. Um, I really don't want to do any drugs for real, but... um, There's one particular vice of mine that I know helps me out and, you know, I like to feel good. I don't like to feel bad. And so I am just trying to be nicer to myself. You get what I'm saying? And so, um... I'm trying to be nicer to myself, and that just reminded me, yeah, service. I feel good when I can help others. I'm definitely going to make this a YouTube channel, because y'all just need to see this process here. I mean, this shit wild, homie. This shit is wild, homie. But then again, you know, there are some folk that just like to... Just like to hear the voice, you know, just like to just like to be kissed a little bit, you know, just like to 
I like to be eased into it. And you know, I've never been in a booth before, but this feels like my booth right here. And this feels like my microphone right here. And I get to choose how I rock the mic. Hey, hey, how I rock the mic. And I get to choose how I rock the mic. Hey, hey, how I rock that mic. I appreciate Russell Simmons for being a brave new voice before there were brave new voices on HBO. I appreciate Kanye West for recognizing the fact that he is in fact a genius regardless of how crazy other people try to make him feel. I appreciate Rudy Francisco for helping me to realize that literally just by talking about the things that are on your mind, you're creating poetry. I appreciate Tatiana Taro for showing me that it is in fact possible and divine to connect your daughter with your own divine growth and experiences and to teach her how to read a situation. I appreciate Oprah for teaching me exactly how I ought to be serving tea, not only to myself, but to others. And that's what services are truly about, isn't it? Um, and that's what peace is always about. I am a being of peace and I release all negative energy. What I would like for us to do today, church, is for us to go back again. Let's just let's just keep going back. Take your time, Pastor. I'm gonna take my time because um it's mine. It's my time. Uh your best life now, daily readings from Joel Olstein. You know, my Joycey grandma, yeah, I'll say her name. I will speak the names of my ancestors, uh, but I will alter the names or I will only use the preferred names of my guests. But of my ancestors, I shall speak their names that I know them as. And that's Joycey Grandma. And she loved Joel Olstein, And she also loved Oprah Winfrey. And <laughs> sneaky. It's funny because now thinking about it, those two people are on the same spectrum, but on two different ends. And so Joel Olstein, I'm probably saying his name incorrectly. I keep pronouncing with an L, but I'm looking at it and it says Osteen. Joel Osteen. Um, anyway, it recently came out that, you know, he was locking up his church, one of the largest churches. Uh, I don't even remember the state anymore. I just remember that he locked out my people and he didn't correct his mistakes until he saw that he was caught. Um, 
and Oprah, whom she loved dearly, and that we watched every day on my nine. And I remember how proud she felt when Oprah went to Africa and built the school. She felt like she had stepped on that soil herself. And she just connected with it. And I remember she cried. Um, But then there came scandals of like the girls not doing well. Oprah's shining stars getting C grades. Oprah's shining stars are still victims of sexual assault in their households. Oprah's shining stars are missing. And I commend Oprah Winfrey for not allowing those tabloids to corrupt her image or to corrupt her vision. I commend you, Oprah Winfrey, for being true to who you are and empowering other people to do the exact same thing and showing us that it's okay to look ugly and it's okay to love a man that's hurt you because I'd kill him dead before I let Hoppo beat me. I'd kill him dead. I honestly wholeheartedly feel that um, I was created for the life that I'm living. Um, And what life is that? You'll see. I've already seen it. And so I'm just excited to, you know, be in it. Um, But y'all will see. Y'all will see. Um, My back still hurts, but not as bad as it did, I have to admit. Um, I'm thinking, sheesh, and that's a whole nother thing. Like, I feel like I've been talking for so long, and I feel like I've said so much, and yet it's only been 12 30, 40, 41 minutes. Um, Again, that's on this second volume uh, on here, episode two. Um, I'm really just being receptive. Again, that that connects with the oracle reading from last week. I know I didn't do a formal one. Um, Honestly, this freestyling has been the oracle reading. Wow, you guys, I'm the oracle reading. How many minds are blown out there? How many minds are blown? How many people are picking up the pieces of the brain right now? If you're not, then I'm sorry, um, because you can only grow when um, you have done some, some weeding out. 
when you have created space, you know, to expand. And one of the one of the easiest way to expand is to open. It's to open for that. <coughs> excuse me. That feels good. Matter of fact, that's what I'm gonna do for this second edition, for this second volume. I'm gonna read things that are written. And so right now I have picked up the book Love, Fulfilling the Ultimate Quest by James P. Gills, MD. And what I want is to open up this book to a random page to find something that resonates. And then I'll share it. It's because when you do share, you create a connection. And did you know that our brain thrives off of connections? Why, yes. I'm so glad you asked. Did you know that in order for electricity to power on a light, there must first be a connection to a source of energy. And once there is a, connect, a connection, a connection, no matter how long, no matter how windy, no matter how jagged the wire is laid, it remains always in all ways and forever connected to source. As long as the light doesn't get its ass up and cut itself off. Mm. Damn. <laughs> I need a YouTube channel because <laughs> I need you guys to see me. Greece said, be wise, know yourself. Rome said, be strong, discipline yourself. You better stop. You're telling me that my book is already written? Psychology says, be confident, assert to yourself. Materialism says, be satisfied, please yourself. Religion says, be good, conform yourself. I have tried much of this self-help advice over the years, and it left me empty. Jesus said, deny yourself and follow me. Me, myself, and I is all I got. In the end, that's what I found out. And there ain't no need to cry. I took a vow forever. Now I'm gonna be my own best friend. I'm learning one day at a time. How do we become more concerned for others and less so for our own comfort? First, we have to unlearn what our cultural paradigm has taught us. I'm literally reading from a book. This is page 52 of Love, Fulfilling the Ultimate Quest by James P. Gills, MD. That's medical doctor for your ass. Whew. First, we have to unlearn what our cultural paradigm has taught us. 
Despite what the self-centered trend of current philosophies teach, we can survive and thrive without becoming addicted to self. My stomach, it hurts. My stomach hurts. I need to pass gas. I need to release this. I need to release it because it hurts like really bad. <sighs> but then it goes away. Ingrained. Ooh, nope, I'm sorry. Got ahead of myself here. I need to make sure y'all get this. The fact is that we will never truly thrive in the love quotient if we pursue the selfish, self-exalting philosophies of the day. Now, I need you guys to go into your minds with me, close your eyes, and I need you to picture a fraction. Do you have it in your mind? Is there a particular fraction that came into mind? I'm sure a lot of you said half. I'm sure one third probably came up. Maybe a quarter, one fourth. My real G's, one eighth, you know. Um, that, that Mike Vick, you know. And uh, some people may have even gone as far as to say one sixteenth, one thirty second, one, you know, sixty fourth. And just continued on and on on and 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 now I'll read Briggers of the Dawn Teachings from the Pleiadians written by Barbara Markinek. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Who your gods are. You all selected with great care the genetic lines that would best give you head starts with all of this. Each. Are y'all listening? I'm sorry. I need to know. Are you guys listening to me? I'm reading. I'm reading a book. <laughs> read a book. Read a book. Read a fucking book. Anyway, each of you choose a genetic history through which members of the family of light have threaded. This is page 27. When human beings existed in their rightful domain and could understand many realities, they had the ability to be multidimensional, to be one and equal with the gods. You are beginning to awaken this identity within yourself. The gods raided this reality. Just like corporate raiders in your time come in and take over a business, perhaps because the pension funds are in great abundance. So the funds upon this planet were in great abundance at the time these raiders gods or these raider gods appeared. In order to have you believe they were gods with a big G, they rearranged you genetically. That is when the family of light was scattered from the planet and the dark team, which operated out of ignorance, came in. Your bodies carry a fear and a memory of striving for the knowledge that those gods represented and took away from you. 
The gods who did this are magnificent space creatures. They can do many kinds of manipulations and work with realities in many different ways. Humans, in ignorance, began to call these space creatures God with a big G. Y'all can't see right now, but I actually purposely chose... I purposely chose uh, these three letters, GPY, to place my feet on for today's episode. Of course, I did not know I was about to pick up this book and start reading in my podcast, um, but Foxy Brown is one sneaky little bitch, you know? She just coming in here with her ways, her black girl magic, you know? Anyway... Your bodies carry a fear (sighs) and a memory of striving for the knowledge that those gods represented and took away from you. The gods who did this are magnificent space creatures. They can do many kinds of manipulations and work with realities in many different ways. Humans in ignorance began to call these space creatures God with a big G. God with a big G has never visited this planet as an entity. God with a big G is in all things. You have only dealt with gods with a little G who have wanted to be adored and to confuse you and who have thought of earth as a principality, a place that they out, the place they own out in the galactic fringes of this free will universe. Before the rapid I apologize. Before the raid, you had tremendous abilities. The original biogenetic example of the human was given incredible information, was interdimensional, and could do many things. When those creator gods raided, they found that the local species knew too much. The local species had abilities that were too much like those who were passing themselves off as God. A biogenetic manipulation was done, and there was much destruction. There were experimental versions of the species brought onto the planet where the original database was scattered but not destroyed. At one time, your DNA was intact. It was like a beautiful library where the information was all cataloged and referenced, and you could find anything you wanted to find instantly. When the biogenetic alteration occurred to unplug the data, It was as if someone hid the reference system and pulled all the books off the shelves and heaped them into a pile on the floor so that there was no order to them. This is how your DNA was scattered and scrambled by the raiders a long time ago. We are telling you a story now. There is definitely a story to this. Make them make them clap to this. Make them, make them, make them clap to this. Hey, make them, make them clap to this. Make them, make them, make them clap to this. We speak not to your logical mind, but to your memory banks, so that you can begin to remember participating in this story. So drop into this. So drop into this. I said drop into this or I'll 
I'll be swinging it so long. In this way, you will begin to understand what has happened and who you are within this process. Just let your soul glow. Anyway, all the genetic information was scattered. It did not have an order, but it was left inside the cells. The only information that remained for you to play with and to keep you functioning was the double helix. Many of the databases along the double helix were shut down, closed, so that you began to function with very little data. You were very easy to manipulate and control by many aspects of consciousness passing themselves off as God with a big G. Certain entities took the existing species, which was indeed a glorious species, and retooled it for their own uses, their own needs. They disrupted the informational frequency inside human beings, changed the DNA, and gave you the double helix so that you could be kept ignorant. Your frequency of accessibility was simply shut off so that you couldn't turn the dial of your own radio. These creator gods set out to alter the DNA inside the human body, which is the intelligence, the blueprint, the code. If a code does not have a place to operate within, it cannot fire itself into existence or express itself into existence. If you are locked up in a little tiny room and never given any place to grow, you can never express yourself. The last number of thousand years your code has been forced to fit inside a very limited DNA. But I got... One of the most exciting aspects about being on Earth right now is that there is a reordering or a retooling taking place in your DNA. Cosmic rays are coming onto the planet so that a change is being broadcasted and... And a reordering is taking place inside the body. The scattered data that holds the history and awareness of the living library is now lining up. I know what I want this podcast to be now. This podcast shall be the Negus Public Records or NPR. Or, mm, that's really it. I mean, there is already an NPR, though. So, this will be the PBN, the Plant-Based Network. And that is spelled, because you got to get it right, homie. Okay, capital P, we got a lowercase l, I'm thinking we'll we'll keep the lowercase a, you know, and then there's a lowercase n with an apostrophe, that apo- like almost like an accent, but it's just like a, an apostrophe, 
And then we got a capital T. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta we gotta cap that bitch off. Um capital T. And then that's spelled with a capital B. A capital B. Um and then a lowercase a again, a lowercase s again, and then we got another apostrophe. Another apostrophe. And you know, again, remember that is like an accent just up in the sky, and it just be like sitting there, like it's just suspended in the sky. It's just suspended. It just suspended, like for no good reason, it just suspended in the sky. But anyway, after that apostrophe, we gonna get a capital D. And that right there is how we spell plant-based up in here, okay? Because it's really planet-based, you know what I'm saying, you know? Because um, we got to recognize, like, that Mother Earth is, like, really out here feeling some type of way. And we need to figure out who finna survive in America, you know? And I'd be damn sure if, like, the the... The the womb that that birthed all y'all asses, I be damned. I be damned because I done went through too much, too much pain. I was like shitting in my mouth, like for real. Like I was throwing up out my ass, like for real. Okay. Um just feeling nasty and like got something moving just all up in me, like like. And then my man got the nerve to try to just get up all up in me. What? And not even have the decency to ask me? Or to ask me nicely, you know? Or, like, even if I do say yes to, like, Louie. Like, I mean, I got waters. But if you don't know where to put them, I mean, like, how am I going to grow, you know? <sighs> Jesus. What if I told you, this has only been 30 minutes, wow, and this has been, I feel like, the most eye-opening part of the podcast. The first hour was just me fooling around. That's wild. You know, when you are truly, truly learning something, when you are truly having fun, time just seems to fly on by, and it don't even matter that you haven't gotten sleep because you can just be joyful in the moment and I'm just so excited to share this with you all because we are on 10 different platforms. We are leveling up baby no Sierra because she didn't shout out Jersey because that's a Jersey beat even though I'm in Hampton, Virginia, that 757, but still, I came from that good old Northeast, that tri-state, you feel me? But I'd love to see what the West Coast is like, because they say it's the best coast, and I mean, like, if something's got to be the best, then, I mean, it's worth a shot to see what it's like. You know, even if there is a risk for earthquakes and fires and mudslides and snowstorms and because what if I get to see the beauty, though? What if that's all I see?
Let's go to, girl, let's see what Tiffany can give us today. Let's see. Miss Tiffany, okay, I'm going to be open, honest, and real, all right? So when it comes to the dream catchers, okay, this is how I recall it. I was in high school and I decided that I wanted to create a nonprofit organization for um, eighth grade girls coming into high school <clears throat> called Bridges with a Z and essentially guide young girls into the next phase of their life. And my goal was to provide them with a bridge that way they knew exactly what their destination was and therefore could act accordingly. Um, because from what I have come to know, a lot of times people take the opportunity to, or take the opportunity of perceived newness, a perceived ending of a chapter, and take it as an opportunity to try to remix, try to change up what it is that they present to the world. <sighs> I'm all up on the mic. Y'all, when I tell you I'm tired, like I'm so tired, like y'all laying down with me right now. My clock is even off. I don't even know what time it is anymore. I just smelled a Winston. Hey, my mommy. You used to be up like this, huh? Just thinking. And reading stuff and just piecing stuff together. I feel it. I feel you. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. I want to go to sleep so bad. My baby is asleep. My man is asleep. I just want to be asleep. Work on 
I'm tiredness. I still haven't eaten. <laughs> I've been talking about this sandwich this whole time and haven't eaten the sandwich. And this is how it feels to be like Christ. You'll be wanting to share the good word. It's that good word. I didn't even finish my original thought. I was low-key, high-key hating on the budget Nista because I worked with her personally when I was in high school. And she encouraged me and inspired me and made me feel so great. And... She actually connected me to a lot of different people. Um, Actually, matter of fact, it was the church that connected me to all those people. The Teen Life Day Camp. Shout out to Reverend DJ. Um, DJJ. (laughs) Mm. Reverend DJ, are you you ready for the hip-hop movement? Trying to bring hip-hop back into church? You trying to do that? Because I'm down. We got DJ Wado, right? Are we trying to bring hip hop back to New York, back to Newark, back to Jersey, back to Detroit, back to Chicago, back to Compton, back to Atlanta, back to Mississippi, back to Tennessee? Back to Houston, back to Dallas, back to Galveston. Hip-hop, hip-hop, real hip-hop. Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Hello? It's dark and I'm scared. Hip hop, hip hop, real hip hop, hey, hip hop, hip hop, real hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, real hip hop, real hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. I appreciate my cousin Jahan for on my last trip driving me around in the car and smoking with me and listening to To Pimp a Butterfly. To pimp a butterfly. So let me tell y'all about what I learned about butterflies the other day. Because I've been wanting to write a poem about butterflies and being afraid to fly and being a caterpillar that's just so greedy and wanting to consume everything and being afraid to release that material stuff just because it knows that it feels so good just because it's afraid of what comes after the breakthrough. And so, I just know I want my credits. Um, I can cite off every artist that I've bit off of, I guess, this entire time. Um, But I won't right now. (laughs) Because you know who you are. Everybody knows who you are um, because you're a celebrity. Uh... And therefore, your credit has been given already. You've earned it. Trust me. Um, Please just allow it to stream. (laughs) 
allow us to tune in, please. Uh, keep radio public. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was saying. Ooh, that's what I want. I would like for, because on Anchor, people are allowed to send voice messages. So I would love for people to talk back to me. If you heard anything that it is that I said in this podcast, in this episode, again, episode two, the episode of connection, the episode of networking, the episode of creating and weaving that net like a Nancy, the spider, weaving his web. What if when Anansi was on that boat talking to those slaves on that boat and he riled them up and let them know y'all are about to get taken. Y'all got took. But you don't have to be taken. Ooh, ooh, you felt that? You got took, yeah. You got took, but you don't have to be taken. And in order to rectify being took, you got to jump. You got to jump off this boat. Granted, yes. All you see is water. That's all you see. Um, shout out to Mick Jenkins. Shout out to, who else be talking about water? I don't know. Y'all dehydrated out here. Mick Jenkins is the only nigga that I know that be out here drinking his water, eating his poutine, and just living his best life, okay? Um, shout out to you for finally putting out the healing component. Like, my God, thank you. Um, mm. All these thoughts, like, and this is exactly why Kanye, Kanye, sweetie, I need you to hear this. Somehow, I need somebody to get these volumes of episode two into the ears of Kanye West. And Kanye, I want you to listen to me. You are not crazy. You're tuned in. You don't have to tap out. But when you do tap out, or when you feel like you need to tap out in order to refuel your tank, do so. And we shall be waiting here for you to return with open arms and loving hearts because we recognize you're crazy. We accept you're crazy. And this is why spelling is very important. You're the possessive. Y-O-U-R. Y plus our. Your crazy is my crazy. Su casa es mi casa. Kanye. I would love to meet you. I would love 
to connect with you. I would love to create music with you because Bay's not having any of it. And I'm not into the whole Kim thing. So, yeah. Um, unless it's Kim Coles. Anyway. Um, I feel you, Kanye. I just want to produce something with you. That's what I want to do. I would love to produce something with you. I would love to produce something with everybody, to be honest. And I feel like that's exactly why I felt so compelled to make this podcast because being able to share my feelings and to express myself in a way that feels holy and truly authentic to me, it gives you the opportunity and the permission to do the same. Please, 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 please. There are a lot more connections that need to be made. Um, I'm wondering when, who, Oprah. Oprah, my love. I swear to God. Mm. You know what I just realized? Oprah had to hmm. Oprah ended up birthing Harpo, right? Harpo Studios. The line goes in the color purple. I love Harpo. But I kill him dead before you let him beat me. I love my work. But I'd cut this shit off in a second if I knew that it was going to harm my family. But I do have jobs. Honestly, I'm thinking about quitting them. I was also in the process of applying for another one. I believe I should, I will, um, I will continue to work that job. Um, (laughs) I didn't even apply for it yet the job that I was referring to. But, um, therapeutic mentor. That's me. I am a therapeutic mentor. Mm. Damn. Kanye, I have a question. Um, when you be feeling your feelings, right? When you be in your flow, and you make a connection, Kendrick, you can answer this too. Um, when you make a connection, does your head literally feel heavy to the point where you just have to throw it back and look up for a second? Cause that's what it felt like. Or does it 
get so heavy that it bows forward and you just look to the ground because that happens to me too. So I'm just wondering which, which of those, um, that y'all can, can feel, um, my nose is itching, but like in a, in a more calm, serene way, sheesh, mommy, what if the way that our noses be itching? Cause I can feel it, right? Like I feel the itch is there, but it's almost like it's just enough beneath the surface to the point where it no longer feels irritating. It's more so just stimulating. Can I get a hello there? I still haven't eaten my sandwich. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm frustrated. I'm tired of chasing your ass around. I'm tired of telling you to do something and you doing something completely opposite in spite of me. I'm tired of you not practicing patience enough to learn how to read. I do like the fact that you're looking at the pictures, though. I do like the fact that you are trying to make connections between the words that you do recognize and the images that you see. I do recognize that you're trying. I do recognize that this is all new for you. It's new, but then it's not at the same time. That's what I wanted to do. Pull the goddess guidance cards. I still want to eat this sandwich. Well, I have eight minutes um, before my hour goes up. Um, on this one. Oh, well, earlier I, I pulled inner wisdom, but I feel like really I pulled that for me. And so, you know, I'm going to rock it with the, with the right hand. What do we have for my harmonies today? Undying love. The love you have shared is eternal regardless of the situation. And therefore, with that being said, I will make this disclaimer and let the record show that I did not commit suicide. I did not kill my body. I did not do it. However, I've thought about it, and I've considered it, and I may have had a plan once or twice, 
but I love life too much to not see where I end up. I think I'm ready to jump out the window and turn that nigga that you're with right back into your friend, though. We already wasted too much time. And the time is the only thing I wish was mine. But I think I'm ready to jump out the window. The question isn't do you love her? The question is do you love yourself? Big Sean. I think I gotta end it right there. Oh, wait, no. I have to end it with Tiffany. Because she keeps it real. Tiffany! What? What knowledge? My young African queen. My young African empress. My thriving African goddess. What do our people need to hear at this right time, at this divine moment, what do they need to hear from you? Because you be, you be manifesting. Okay. <laughs> I know it's not exactly break out the bubbly money, but it's more than what most savings accounts at banks are giving out these days. Now, not only is Carrie making money off interest, and reducing her debt, she is also simultaneously increasing her credit score. Now, all of her settlement money, minus the $500 splurge money, is working for her. She made this decision by decreasing debt, reducing her interest rates, and increasing her credit rating. A win-win-win. Michael Scott would be proud. Are your dollars defined? This is an important step on the road to a strong financial foundation. This crucial step is one of the most critical parts of this system. Read this step thoroughly today so that you will be prepared to implement it tomorrow. And that is on page 56. And you can join her blog to join the movement and get free money tips. Thebudgetnista.biz um, I believe that's still the URL. However, I'm not entirely sure. What I do know is that you can tune in and connect with other people, women who are catching their dreams. <laughs> A family member of mine trained one of the fastest women in the world. And that is in my daughter.
I want her as well as every other little black girl, little brown girl, little chocolate girl, little mocha girl, little caramel girl. And I want every little black boy, every brown boy, every mocha boy, every chocolate boy, every caramel boy, every butter pecan boy. I want all of them to know that I have undying love for you. As my mother would say, this is for my unborn son. But as the song goes, this is for my number one. That was beautiful. Can't wait for y'all to hear this and feel this. Ashe. <sighs> Ashe. Ashe. <laughs> oh. Thank you for listening to Tarot Talk Therapy with Mama Tano. Be sure to tune in again next week for more therapy and collective oracle readings. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by liking, subscribing, sharing, in any order or combination, whatever you'd like. And I appreciate your support so, so very much. Peace.